like a questionnaire. Uh, rate each one of these, whether you strongly disagree to strongly agree. So we'll give you guys just a few minutes to work on filling that out. Which one did you hand out? The relational needs assessment. Oh, perfect. Yeah. This chapter's been on self-awareness, and a big part of self-awareness is knowing your emotional needs. <laughs> and uh, these questions help you kind of figure out what your emotional needs are. So the first couple pages are the is kind of the questionnaire, and then the last page is the uh, I guess how you would score it. Score it. So we'll take. The purpose of it is to help you identify what are your top top ten. Or of ten, which ones are your kind of top two? Top two, maybe. Yeah. Or three. So go ahead and take a few minutes and complete that. Did you turn yeah, on? I did. We didn't bring any pens in. Oh. Somebody else. Does everybody have a pen? There's a better notes of what we handed out last week and what we did. <laughs> it was kind of rushed at the end, yeah. so I wasn't quite sure. I think I might have just asked you because I said I might not be Oh, okay. So since you filled it out, what did you think about? It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the um, in my top three. Okay. So did they surprise you? Kind of, but not really. Like, like when I look back on my life, all the things that triggered me or made me feel like inadequate or what I was needing or searching for. Yeah. It makes sense. Oh, good. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because um, I have a best friend that I've been best friend for like over 25 years. So she's kind of like been my go-to, my everything, you know? Yeah. So when I look at it from her perspective, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, this is for sure her. This is her. Like I kind of see what her relational needs are, and oh, the opposite nice. of mine. Yes. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. That like this is how, from her framework what she needs, and I now I know what I need to give her to feel like seen. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I know for me it was kind of the same idea. Never really thought about it. And put that much thought into it. Then when I read them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. That's yeah. Good. Um, so yeah, it was kind of uh, uh, it helped kind of narrow things down yeah. and focus. Yeah. Focus me a little more. Exactly. Yeah. To have it on paper like mm -hmm. that, it's like because it's all kind of in your mm -hmm. emotion or like all jumbled in your head, like you know that's what you need. Yeah. But when yeah. you see it, you're like, oh, that's sometimes it's fire. hard to define. Yeah. Know, yeah. Reason, you know, I don't know. You know. <laughs> and so that helps you kind of narrow it down. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the de the next the other sheet, the definitions will help kind of even more. Get an understanding of what that need is. Gene, they're filling out the survey. And then, and then when you find out, oh, that's me. Okay, so yeah, this is what I'm really looking for. Yeah. If you're dealing with a friend, like you mentioned, or spouse, or whatever, or even children, yeah. um, now it's easier to relate to them yeah. because you have a, a, a framework for what that term means, yeah. as well as what they're. Looking for. Yes, kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next part. Like, okay, now I know what do I do. Now what do I do? Sean, what did you do inside? Look this glass. <coughs> Pretty much everything that we teach, touching on me in some way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the core of who we are as individuals. And if we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul, and to love our neighbor as ourselves, we need to understand what all these emotional needs are and what they look like. Because even if you and I share the same emotional need, um, what it looks like to us may be slightly different. Mm -hmm. um, so the whole process of understanding and asking and Understanding how to ask for, you know, to get our needs met or to find out what someone else's needs are. Standing in all of the above. In the class, we use very practical stuff. We use God's Word. We use other tools, you know, the, the, the teaching are all different, but they're the same. It's kind of like, you know, when you go into church, you read the Bible, the Bible is all the same words, but it's different. What do you hear me? What did you say? I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> You've discovered something. It's true. That's good. Yeah. But the one thing that, in the self awareness that we're going to be talking about too, for instance, one gentleman said, Well, I just need to respect. I said, Okay, what does that look like? How could your wife demonstrate respect? You thought you were wrong, but I have no idea. And I said, Well, it's a very difficult target for your wife to meet because she has no idea how to do it. So she could do a hundred things, but none of them would be respectful. And a lot of times we define what we don't want rather than what we want. Well, it's very difficult to not do something without doing something. We talked about the house that's cleaned out, nothing was built in it, and they came back worse. I'm like, what's the name of that story in scripture? Um, where is it? Is that Matt? Matthew? 
where the house was empty, where the demons were cleaned out. Yeah, so basically, there were demons in the house, and it was it was empty. Um, they cleaned out the house, but nothing was. It's about another five minutes. Um, so we wound up wandering around and looking back because you have to replace it with something. Something got you know, something, something in Christ. Um, otherwise, huh? so don't do that and don't do that. Don't do that. If you do something, then you're not. Oh, you've done this before, right? Yes. Okay, so what are they asking? It's a lot of the same question over and over. How they do Oh, did you do good? You doing better? My breathing is getting better. Good. Um, I'm not going to be coughing in here either. But um, what you said, I think. Um, I haven't gotten here yet, so I wouldn't know. I can't distract you. Yeah, this is a good okay. yeah, just coming from a different angle. Coming from a different angle. Now you answer it. You're trying to ask me where I'm going. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. try to get others. That's the way of trying to get it. Yeah. There has to be a lot of areas. You took it apart? I did. That's fine. Because I wanted to be able to see. <coughs> What's interesting, Zach, is that they both fall under the same. So did you answer them the same? Yes. You did. Yes, I did. On purpose? <laughs> well, I'm like... So Zach said 47, 50, 47 and 50 sounded pretty much the same, just worded differently. So 47 is, I don't enjoy working on a project by myself. I prefer to have a partner. And then 50 said, when working on a project, I would rather work with a team of people than by myself. <laughs> These are great interview questions, by the way. Uh, well, if, if you have a job, uh -huh. if you have a job in your firm that requires a specific personality type, these are great questions to target that personality type. Interesting. You didn't know you were being interviewed, did you? So this a minus two, Add that into the. Um, so you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine,
So we're going to kind of go ahead and get started discussing it. Those of you that aren't done, continue to plug away uh, or add, add your scores up. Um, anybody learn anything new about themselves? I see a couple smiles over there. Um, I know the first time I took this test, I was kind of shocked at a couple of the answers. Uh, but as I was talking with Shonda, once I saw them on paper, oh yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense. I see myself being that way. Um, it helps to kind of focus, to narrow it down, uh, or focus my thoughts of my uh, relational needs and, and what they might be is, I don't know about you guys, but for me, my emotions tend to be kind of jumbled up, difficult to define. 
She'll ask me what's wrong. I don't know. I'm just ticked. I'm mad. I'm whatever. Um, and it's difficult to define this little assessment and learning the uh, where did they go? Learning the ten emotional needs that are on that okay. other sheet. There we go. Um, gave me a language to discuss uh, with my with my wife certainly, but also with my parents, with my friends. Um, it helped in the whole facet of my life. Um, anybody have anything they want to share about what they what they what they turned up when they did the exercise? No. Well, I, I just noticed that mine worked very close. Like there wasn't huge like you know, extremes from okay. one thing to the other. It was just um, like my highest score was a seven, and my lowest score was a three, and then I had everything in between. You know? Okay. So um, I, I'm kind of just like all of them are important to me, you know, and I can see that. But um, my top three were. Uh, Acceptance and approval were six, and then respect was seven. Wow! I thought that was pretty interesting, um, especially the respect. I was like, I don't, I don't even see that. That's my important, my most important thing. Um, but it was interesting because he said, "What do you like?" In another example for someone else, what do you, what is, what do you define respect as? Yeah. And I don't even really know what that means to me. Like, why I even think. Respect is so important. But then when you said, um, you know, like with, with children and all that, like I realize when I'm working with the kids and if they disrespect me or they, you know, just basically if they get very disrespectful, it does, that's one of the things that triggers me the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, like, okay, I can see how that actually like plays out. And that's actually kind of like one of the things that my father was um, really. Um, Parents are um, some of the biggest influences on our lives, good, bad, um, oh, on our in upbringing. both ways. You know, um, we all start out as kids and grow up with some level of parents. Either they're great or they're lousy or they're somewhere in between. Um, and they're just as imperfect as we are. Yeah, Gene? Um, <clears throat> just as a side note to that, even the absence of parents where we place our parents has a big impact. You know, my father died when I was six. Yeah. And Ron was, you know, supposed to measure up to this person that became a perfect person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. How you saw them as a six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, became what you saw them as That's your whole life. Yeah. But <clears throat> with regards to the emotional needs, it always, I mean, I always have a couple that are, pretty much the same, but there's always at least one that yeah. rises to the top um, depending upon life circumstances or um, sometimes even just the level of feeling that I've had in life, you know, God has worked on me in certain areas, you know, that that emotional need isn't as 
as immediate mm -hmm. like, because it's either generally being met or or uh, the part of me that was hurting. You know, I found my numbers have tended to sit more even out over the years when I've done this. Yeah. When I first started taking this, it was like, Ta-da! Hi, this is the one you need help with. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, and over the years, the numbers have, have more leveled out, but there's yeah. always some that are a little bit higher than others. Yeah. What I liked about it is that it put a name to how I was feeling, because sometimes we don't know, we know how we feel, but we don't know how to express it. You're mad, you're this, you're that, but to say, you know, yeah, I'm mad, but I'm mad because I'm feeling I'm not accepted. I'm mad because I feel the need for comfort, and I don't know how to express that. So to be able to put a word to how you're actually feeling was huge for us. Um, he always was like, because one of my major needs, and it still is, is security. And I'd be mad if he spent money. Why do you care if I spend money? I don't know, because now it's not in the account. <laughs> it's like, so what? We'll make more money, put more money into the account. But once your bills were getting paid at this time. Our bills were still they getting still paid. Bills were still getting paid. But growing up, to your yeah, point. Yeah, it was five bucks at Taco Bell. We're not talking, I spent $300 I on I checked the credit card three times a day to see how much was being spent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was not me, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, she still does. I still do check it a couple, a couple times now, not three. Yeah. But um, it's the basic going on. It is really weird when you're sitting in the drive-through getting your food and your phone rings. And she's so McDonald's for lunch today, huh? And you're like, where are you? <laughs> I just saw it come through on the account. But, I mean, I have a tendency to want to be responsible as well. So the security, I still recognize that I have the need for security. But yes, I do still razz him, but it's not because I'm going, oh my goodness, we're going to die today because you spent $5. Um, but you know, if I start seeing our accounts go down, I do feel anxiety going up. And to him, to be able to say, oh, that's a security issue for her, he now can understand how I'm feeling. Instead of just, I'm mad, I'm this or I'm that. There's a word to it now, um, and and he got it, knowing that that was the yeah. case. So, did both of you fill it out? Um, did you did you get a chance to discuss it? Um, no. no. Okay. I was curious to see if you go if you had the same needs or different needs. They'll figure it out later. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what, what she's getting at is like so when we did our when we did ours. Um, when I read what mine were for her, she looked at it and she goes, oh yeah, that's totally you. Yeah. And she had it pegged. She didn't even have to, she just automatically knew it. Um, and when she read hers, I was kind of in the same boat. I'm like, oh yeah, security, ding ding, I got that one. <laughs> um, and yeah. some of the lesser ones, maybe I didn't get quite as much, but the major ones I saw and it was like a light bulb. Um, but there are couples where we see and we've seen where they have the same emotional need. And you hear a lot in relational stuff, oh, opposites attract. Well, that's really true. If you look at your friends, and Chandra, you mentioned that earlier, um, 
friends, they're opposite personalities of who you are. Sometimes they're the same personality, but sometimes they're very different. And the reason you're attracted to that person on a friendship basis is because they offset extremes for you. And we found that true in, in our own lives. Uh, I'm a spender, she's a saver. If we were both spenders, we'd be in deep trouble all the time. Um, if we were both savers, we'd still be in deep trouble, but it would be a different kind of trouble. Um, so learning all of those things help us in our quest to be self-aware. Um, do you have anything to add? Ron? Because you guys mentioned security. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's a really because I could have a need for security, and Dean could have a need for security, and those needs are still completely different. Yes. Yeah. Because Gene could have a need for financial security, and I could have a need for relational security, which means I never fight, and Gene wants to, you know, deal with the finances and stuff like that. So even when we have the same need, they can look very different. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, the need for security look at physical security. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was one of the things in her, in, in when we found out and identified one of her needs is security, it used to drive me nuts. We'd go to bed, or I would go to bed first, and she'd come down the hall, and she'd look at me and go, hey, did you lock up? I've been in bed for 15 minutes. You were the last one out there. You didn't lock up? That was my thought. That was my attitude towards it, and it always, it always really upset her. Then when this whole thing came out, and I realized, okay, there's a security need there. Yes, there's a financial aspect to it, but there's also a physical aspect of it. She wants to know that I went around and made sure all the doors are locked and the windows are shut and things are as they're supposed to be when we go to when we go to bed at night. Um, and it completely changed my attitude of it. And so now if I go to bed early, most nights I will go through and make sure everything's locked up. Hey, everything's <laughs> locked up, I'm going to bed. Okay. And she doesn't have to worry about it. She can turn lights off on or off as she needs to, but she's not worried about the outside doors or the outside windows of the house. Um, okay. So it changes the way you react to things. I didn't realize that you do do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it used to just absolutely infuriate me. I'd be almost asleep. Hey, did you lock up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Um, Elaine? I was at my lowest one was affection. And I got an interesting yesterday. I was doing my, my daughter-in-law's hair and we were talking about my son and everything like that. And then we talk about that because he's not as affectionate to her and her affection is kind of high. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to that, it, I think it's just a generation thing because I wasn't raised in a home where we embraced a lot of affection, demonstrated yeah. a lot of affection. So I'm not affectionate, I wasn't affectionate towards my kids because my mom was not affectionate towards me. Yeah. And now she understands like, oh, okay, it's not that he just doesn't love me or want to argue. Yeah, it's oh yeah, totally. That's the way he was raised. Yeah. Not that you were right. I don't have to take it personal anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart was appreciation. And it was, God is so funny because just two weeks ago I was getting mad at my boss because she didn't have enough time to put me in for this award. And, and I was just talking about how much I did and things like that. And God was like, but who did you really do it unto? Did you do it for the approval? And I scored higher on approval too. (laughs) (laughs) So, but that was a good reminder for me is that, you know, you're still doing this all right to me, you know, but you're still seeking that appreciation and approval from man. 
you know. But. I'm in the same boat. Approval of my peers is big. It's big for me. Um, not on the appreciation side of it, just me or the recognition. I don't need to be brought up on stage or given an award. I just want my boss to make sure he tells me, hey, you did really good. I'm very grateful for what you did or something like that. Those are really big. Um, and I have a difficult time doing the same thing, remembering, okay, well, I'm not really doing this for my boss. I'm really doing this for the Lord. So I know he approves. Um, and that mindset is difficult. I have a really hard time with it. For those of you that have done this before, did you notice if your needs have changed over the last time? Yes and no. The, the high ones are still, two out of three are still the same. Yeah. Um, but if you'd asked Joe last night what one of my high ones would be, he would have said attention. And that's the one I scored the lowest on. Really? And it's not just because Joe got it wrong, but because of what I was communicating to him. <laughs> yeah. So I find that to be really, really interesting because in the general sense of attention, I, I don't want it. But um, in a very specific way, I do want it from him. Yeah. So it, it's just, it's, that's what's changed and what's odd. Interesting. I mean, it's distinctly like the lowest. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, when, when you just said that, you know, I don't know how many years, we were introduced to this material back in 2003, 2002? 2003. So, 2003, so 16 years. And when we first took this assessment, my perspective was that you know, it's kind of like whatever, the, the zodiac or the, the name test, or what, well, this is who I am because this is what it says. Yeah. Um, but it really isn't like that. You know, in, in different situations, it is different. And I think sometimes it's because, you know, at work I may get these needs met, mm -hmm. but I don't get that, that need met. At home, I get these needs met, but I don't get that. With my family, I get, you know, so therefore, if I'm getting, you know, if I've got a high need for attention and I'm getting it two out of three areas, that one area, if attention is in general, I may, like, come on, you need to, you know, versus, but it's, it's, it's situational and it's an indicator, not a concrete. Right. It's fluid. Very much. Yeah. It, it changes. It, it, it's, um, and it can be person specific, and it can mm -hmm. be, you know, and this, but I like the fact that it gives us a direction to yeah. look in. Yeah. Yeah. It gives us a direction to look in and a and the language to begin to talk about it and to recognize it. Um, and that's what I appreciate about it. So thank you for having that. I mean, so excited. I haven't really. But, well, but I can see it in so many different areas when you brought it up. Well, and it's funny you mentioned that. When, while you were talking, I was thinking, <laughs> Leon, of the last Intimate Encounters class we did with you and Joe when we attended. Mm -hmm. And you were talking, you were teaching us all to do that kind of that daily check-in with your significant other or your friend. And I totally forgot to bring the little thing you gave me oh. with 
300 different faces. emotional faces, um, <laughs> and they're all little emoticons. And on the on the front is a face, and on the back of that next card is what it is. And we have it on our kitchen counter, and we change it frequently, and you know, kind of have fun with it, and see who notices and whatnot. But in listening to you talk, Jean, I thought immediately of that concept of checking in, and the idea of um, you know, getting home from work, you've both been separated, you've been doing your own thing, now you're home together and you have to make dinner and deal with the kids and get chores done and get ready for the next day and all of those things. And you just kind of get in the busy of it, but you never sit down and say, okay, how are you, what are you feeling? How are you feeling? Are any of these needs an issue at the moment? Did you, could because if it is, it would really be good to know that going into the rest of the evening as opposed to blindly going through the evening, and then three hours later after pounding your head against each other, go, oh, you needed affection. Ah, I wish I'd known that three hours ago. I could have been affectionate, but no, instead I reacted to something you did, and now we're just pounding on each other and not getting anywhere. Um, so I'll bring that thing next week so I can pass it around, because it's, it's a hoot to kind of read all the different, all the different emotions. Um, they're way more than the 30 that they talk about in intermittent encounters. Um, <laughs> it's not the, a copy of that page. No, no. it's not. It's, it's, it's like a, a little flip book, little flip book that's like this big. Yeah, I don't think it's um, Are you going to make copies of it? No. 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 Yeah. No, it's, it's like a little flip it's book, a, and there's like one picture on each page. So, I mean, it's, it's only like that big. Yeah. It's, Amazon? I mean, where do you get it? Yeah, I think, Lona, do you, do you remember where you got it? No, but I'll... Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. One of the things that Gene and I have started doing as I travel so much is actually having the opportunity, instead of what you do today and tomorrow, or how's the weather and stuff like that, one of the first questions is, how are you feeling? Yeah. And to be able to connect at that level. We heard a speaker at Thrive, uh, Bob Bob, about how he bought a mood ring for like five bucks on eBay. <laughs> and he wears a mood ring when he travels because his wife will ask him, What color are you? No, that's a question. Yeah, that's really interesting. And that would help you and help others in that quest to being self aware and being truthful in your self awareness. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into the next part or where are you at? Okay. So we would just encourage that as couples you walk through these or with a close friend, um, use it as a discussion point of, you know, what your needs are because, again, it's a way to put put it into words how you're feeling. Also, um, my last boss was very, very high need for attention, very, very high need for approval, you know, and... I think if I didn't have the background that I have, I would have been that much more irritated, you know, by the behaviors. Yeah. Um, like, literally, we had to throw her a parade for her birthday. Wow. Um, wow. And then she took it down to the district office. Wow. Um, because the need is that great. Yeah. Um, but looking at other people, you know, even if it's the person that's short with you in the grocery store line, you know, it's like, what's their need at that moment? 
Yes. And to say, okay, Lord, you know, meet their needs. How can I meet their needs? How can I, you yeah. know? So I mean, it's a great, it's a great, uh, just mindset to develop because every single one of us that's walking this planet has some sort of need, you know, to use it as a as a prayer tool. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about when we, talk, when we first started this and talking about self-awareness, the last question was giving it first. And Gene, what you're exactly what you're talking about is you were giving that first to your boss. It may have been a way to politically keep things cool at work as well, but at the same time, having the knowledge and the background that you do, you were able to see those emotional needs and being self-aware of her or him, uh, I don't know, uh, you were then able to provide and fill that need for them. Sometimes. <laughs> and and I, you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be transparent and honest. When I was working for various employers, especially the federal government, my first desire, my first fleshly desire when somebody irritated me was to, I just assumed slap. I'll just be honest. You know, I just wanted to smack. Mm -hmm. And then it, what is the need behind the behavior? And setting aside my selfish, ungodly desire, mm -hmm. and trying to identify what the need was behind their behavior, not get so irritated. And instead try and find a way to meet that need because that's, that's not only a way of giving first, it's also a way of, you know, um, self-denial as well. Because I'm, I'm putting aside my desire, which is a fleshly, ungodly desire. And, you know, Gene, Gene and I can be in situations where Gene could be really irritating me as a, Ugh! and as, okay, what's the need behind the behavior? What's going on? Yeah. And try and identify that. Because that's, that's what loving each other is all about. Yeah. So, the next part of being self-aware is identifying thinking patterns. What did you say? Yep. The next part in, in being self-aware is identifying thinking patterns. Yeah, well. Um, so, more homework. Well, I mean, we've got 10 minutes. Um, yeah, we'll do this now. I, don't, I think this is quick. It's not 50 questions like the last one. 50 questions. But hold on to the relational need ones because throughout the year your your needs will change. And to be able to have those discussions with a friend or your significant other of you know how you're feeling, those needs can change. Like I said, my top one hasn't changed but you know my other two vary throughout the year so so this is just check the box uh -huh, you do the same it's a check the box for description we'll pretend this box is before the, the numbers okay oh you know that's interesting i cir i went through and i circled the ones for me just the ones you agree yes okay. with the ones that you agree with you just do right yes okay. 
So just circle. That's interesting because in the box in the book there's no box either. Um, so just circle the ones that pertain to you, and then uh, fill out the bottom part where it talks about polarizing, general generalizing, minimizing, personalizing, magnifying, or emotional reasoning. Yeah. And it's basically just one one point per answer, so it's the most what, you can have. What, is Sandra? What if you're like you used to be really like into it or like really like that, but now you're like getting better. Like, what you are now? Yeah. Do you still so, check that thing when you still do it occasionally, but you're not as If it's a tendency, you can mark it. Because that's a good point. I think you're phrasing it very well. Are you supposed to like count our check marks or something? Yeah. So then, so then you would look at those. So like for the first one, if you marked one, seven, and thirteen, you'd put three there. Okay. So you. You put two. If you put one and seven, you'd put two there. Yeah. more time? Oh, I thought I was better than that. <laughs> 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 
So before we continue, Paul actually said something that I asked him to repeat. So when we were going over the emotional needs, Paul, what was your insight on that? Oh my These exercises, um, especially if they're the relation with the needs and that kind of stuff, or personal needs, uh, came from a place of someone that had needs, they had issues. It wasn't, it didn't mean anything healthy, it meant something unhealthy, very much so. Uh, I pick on Anne, I'm saying her need for security, I would have looked at that and said, you know, you have, she has issues. And I'm not going to feed into that. I'm not going to, you know, because it was just wrong. It was a negative thing. But really, it's very healthy to know. Yep. It's healthy for me to know what my needs are. And I was kind of surprised um, on a couple of them. Some of them was like, oh, yeah. But it's also going to be important for me to know what Kathy's are and not treat them as issues rather than. Well, the issues has a I negative connotation, whereas needs is yeah. more of a positive thing. We would look at something, oh, that person is so needy, they're going to suck the life out of it. You know, that well, kind of stuff. Yeah. Issue, I don't think issues have to be good or bad. You have issues. It's, you know, um, to be able to put a, a name on it, though, I think for us is what's helped take care of it. You know, to be able to say, okay, that's, that is an issue I have, but it's a need that now he knows how to meet it. So the, uh, the thinking pattern one, I just passed out what each one of them means. So once you figure out kind of what the top one is that is you, you can read through that. Um, for me, I, I was generalizing was mine. Um, Believes that the past events will always predict the future. Generalizing from past to future, whatever has happened before will unavoidably happen again. Nothing will or even can change, including the person. Often lacks initiative and is usually pessimistic. I don't think of myself as pessimistic as I used to be. Um, uh, I hate to tell you, Anne, as a person that also has problems with generalizing. Yeah. We don't use the term pessimistic. Okay. We say. Realistic. Uh, I do say that. Yeah. I do. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. So. Um, Most people tend to be pessimistic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what was interesting is when we were sitting there doing this together, I thought, you know, I want to I wanna figure out what David is. Yeah. And so I went and I did it for him as well. <laughs> he did the same thing. He did it for me. Right. He pegged me and I pegged him. What's the opposite of generalizing? Magnifying. Oh, magnifying. Magnifying. Yep, that's me. And that is him. $300 reaction <laughs> to a 50 cent problem. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting to be able to go through and say, okay, you know, I don't want to be pessimistic or so much of a realist, you know, um, to be able to say, okay, these are things that I'm doing. How do I go about changing my view? Um, I don't think being realistic is a bad thing. <laughs> Only when combined with security. Um, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Just kidding. Um, no, there's actual statistics on that. I know. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Uh, because that is something that that I think we've struggled with is I have all these dreams and plans and things I want to accomplish and do. What do you want to do? Well, I don't know what the bank account says we can do. That's not what I asked. I want to know what the bank account says we can do today. 
I want to know where you want to go. What do you want to, those things. And so for her, she has a harder time dreaming. I live in dreamland most of the time, so it's okay. I'm good at it. Yeah. Um, but that leads me to the magnifying thing for me. I, everything is the end of the world. Everything. Um, yeah, because yes. my world is getting crushed and my dreams are never going to happen. And, yeah. Um, so it's fun. Did anybody, did anybody find anything about themselves that they didn't already know? Be healthy all you scored, must be healthy scored low on all of them, huh? Good job. Only one that stood out was that four seven. There's a place for everything. Everything is placed. That's because I used to do a home organizational workshop. Okay. And that was kind of my little yeah. thing. So, <laughs> well, and on, on on a surface level, I would totally agree with that. On a way of life, maybe not. We could all take that too far, right? So I have everything um, in its place, and it drives me nuts that you don't. <laughs> See? Um, That's where that office is. Door, and there's a nice door, and the door don't go in the nice door. Yeah. Oh. Or the plastic utensil drawer and the metal utensil drawer. Right. Yeah. Mine was minimizing, but it's still been Wow. Of course not. I was actually surprised. Um, my highest was personalizing, and I got all three of those. And I was kind of like, "Okay, Lord, I thought you did a lot of work on that, you know." But then what I'm realizing, um, just with the logistical stuff that we're going through in life right now, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of responsibility um, and a lot of choices I need to make in that. So it is kind of. Seasonal. Seasonal, I think, oh, yeah. on that, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 if you talk to me next month or two months from now when our kitchen is done and when I've got a new boss um, that may actually listen to me. Um, things might be very different. Things, yeah, I don't yeah. think. Well, and I think, and again, you know, we're this is all under the framework of being self-aware. So learning to recognize these unhealthy patterns um, either as we're in the middle of it, or maybe even better, before we start down that road, um, is where we want to get to. I mean, that's that's the goal here. The goal is to recognize this stuff before we get too far into it, to where, before we've done damage to ourselves or a friend or another relationship. Um, we want to get to that point where we can catch ourselves, or the Lord can catch us, maybe better yet. Uh, and say, whoa, 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 you don't want to go down that road. You've been down that road before. Don't magnify it. It's not Hiroshima. It's something else. Uh, and it's smaller. It's not a big deal. So, you know, learning to catch these things before. So, mm -hmm. do you have anything else? Nope. I just okay. appreciate it because, it, again, it, it was able to put words into some of my thoughts to be able to say, oh, I do these kind of things. And... Uh, I want to do other things instead of what this says I'm doing negatively and try to do something that are positive in my thoughts. With that, we're about over on time, so we will then close it out. Any final comments, thoughts, snide remarks? I just want to thank you for doing this because I was able to see how like childhood trauma plays into what my worst problem is, so obviously I need to get over that. Yeah.
they have healing crumbs. Healing crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much just getting, getting over, over it. It's not quite the right phrase, but yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. what you mean. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, to be able to move past that mm-hmm. and to get healing from it. Yeah, that's good. I'm reading it right now, and my magnifying too, and I cannot believe how accurate it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I didn't really want to admit it because yeah. I'm reading the def the, the notes on what it is. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's pretty. And I'm replaying events in my head. Yeah. You know that I've that I've done where I've made yeah. that mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just not pretty. I don't know. He's I'm still, still working, working through it. To be honest, I'm still working through it. Yes. I have to defend myself. So personalization is my top one, where I got a three out of the three. I'm reading the description again. You know, it's kind of like, okay, been there, done that, so I didn't reread it. But I reread that, and I, I'm not that. I'm not the description. Wow. I used to be the description. But I think so now when I say, um, or one of them is I often take things personally, it's because I make wrong choices, you know, or I made the choice that, that made the situation a little bit worse, and mm-hmm. that could be because sometimes I'm direct, and people didn't appreciate the directness or whatnot, you know, so it's like, okay, then it's my fault that they're, you know, like, no, I did what the Lord wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference. So, yeah, there is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thank you for saying, Chandra, about reading the definition and having it pin you, because at one point it would have. But even though I scored three, that definition at this moment does not pin my aspect of personalizing. Does that that make sense? Yes. Eventually we'll evolve from that because we're in this class. Well, and again, just being aware of what some of your unhealthy thinking is so that, you know, we can change that. You can't change what you don't know. Yeah, you can't so, change what you don't know. And you can't do anything about it, so that's so, part of the battle. I love, that. I love that I read it because I always used to, and it says here, unmerciful with self-condemnation. I always used to beat myself up for thinking the way I think and being in my head so much, and I would always say, like, oh my gosh, why am I so selfish? I'm always thinking about myself, like, what's wrong with me, what's going on, and, like, not really inclusive of other people like I, I you know I would talk about my what's going on a lot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I always thought something was wrong with me and like why can't I be more aware of other people like I am but but for some reason I'm always like fo- so focused on what's happening internally I didn't understand that but now like looking at this it makes sense because I'm magnifying my my situation yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Very helped. Very cool. Nice. So we would encourage you all to go home and talk about this with your significant other and or with anyone. Or with, with anyone. anyone. Yeah. 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 Share Best it. Friend. Yeah. Pray over it. Uh, Definitely. Paul, can I pick on you to close us in prayer? Sure. <laughs> Father, we just thank you. Uh, we just thank you for this time that uh, we can be honest and we can put things on the table. Um, with friends, with strangers, um, it's a time where that we can be really open before you and before fellow Christians. And I just thank you for that, Lord. Um, Lord, thank you for Anna and Dave, uh, what you've done in their life, uh, in their family, in their marriage. Um, it's such a great testimony of what happens when we focus on you first. Uh, and 
and our other next and ourselves kind of like last other than learning what we are and what's inside us and we just thank you Lord, that you give us this ability um, uh, we ask that you go before us this week as we dive further into this that we, we talk to our significant others and the others um, and Lord, that you would speak to us uh, moment by moment about things that we need to be given to you and what we need to be forgiven what we need to be uh, getting over and what we need to accept and what we need to um, gain healing from you, Lord. Uh, we just thank you. We ask for your courage, Lord, uh, to approach these things boldly. Uh, and just jump into it, Lord, and receive everything that you have for us. We love you, praise you, and give you Amen. Amen. Amen.